Hi, I'm Jimmy Anti. I'm Dagan Michelle. And this is Dagan and, and Jimmy, Jimmy are in, in the, the green, green room. room. Today, immediately right off the bat, I'm just going to introduce our special guest from season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Hunter Biden. All the way from, <laughs> <laughs> all the way from Sherwood Village Apartments. Ooh, baby, sir. All the way from... The house that got robbed on Kansas Expressway. Right. The Outland Ballroom. Martha's Vineyard. Sherwood before the move. Before the move. With trade with... And there's a Polaroid of all of us on that wall. And then they moved three floors down. Anyway, it's Diabetti, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, we were we started going before Ugh. we even said who you were. We opened like a whole Springfield time capsule, which is what we're gonna do today. Yes, it's gonna. How are you crossroads. feeling? First of all, let's check in. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling calm, cool, collected. Feeling booked and busy. Okay, well, I love that for you. Yes, Period. yes, yes. And I'm happy to be here with you guys today. Uh, I'm glad you, Daya. We see very little of you. We moved to the same city that you're in, but we still see as much as you as we saw when we lived in Springfield still because you're so busy and you're going a million places but this weekend we've actually had a little bit of time to hang out so if you're watching the video version of this podcast hey we made t-shirts we got our nails done thank you v nails um over here (laughs) over there yeah over there Um, and then we also decided that we were gonna do this podcast together and we were gonna make t-shirts for it so um this is mine. It is a custom-made hater black tank top. I'm just... <laughs> can I ask what the vision was for the rhinestones? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... So it was getting pretty late, right? Right. And then I started... I put this rhinestone on, and I was going to do, like, a design... Under the hater? What kind of design? Just like um, a, like a starburst design. Okay. Oh. Like they're more condensed towards the middle and they go out. <laughs> and the further we got, the more that we use the Ticonderoga pencils <laughs> to place our stones and the more that like... What'd you call me? The glue was all over the shirt. I said, this is never going to be cute. So I just slapped the stones on. But I think it really... It, it like represents the effect our is topic there. today. Right. Like from far away, right. like if I put a little blur on it, it definitely yeah. says hater. Put a, put a cure cure filter yes. on. It'll be great. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Speaking tell of, yours. tell us about yours. Okay, well, hashtag gay because wow. you know yes, I am. Today. Oh my god, wait, I is this today. you coming out? Yeah, on our podcast. You know, I've never done it officially. So right, I'm officially, they already knew as gay. Let's be honest. My mom looked at me and was like, "You're a f- who's actually a." <laughs> God. <laughs> That'll go on the Patreon. Never mind. Okay, your shirt. Gay. Hashtag gay. Yeah, mine just says gay. Um, I did sprinkle some actual good Amazon rhinestones in there. Not, not just the not, not just the Michaels. Swavarsky. Yeah, so it gives a little pop. I definitely thought it was much higher. This is the reason mine is so low. It's because I didn't buy a bunch of new um, tank tops. For this project, I was like, I'm just going to have one from my closet because I wear these like when I, you know. She went from a 2XL to a large, so round of applause. <laughs> but anywho, I, I put it on and it was already stretched out you enough. Use cycle. <laughs> so it's down like almost to my belly button. But oh, well. With age, effect. you'll fill it out. Yeah, and then Dagan, yours is really self-explanatory. Yeah, so uh, to circle back from Jimmy's messy t-shirt, um, mine actually says messy and... And it is. I don't even know what happened. I really just started throwing paint all over it. Did get paint on your IKEA okay, table but yours a few has times? Pink. Ours is uh, Jimmy and I's is just like silver and white. 
and yours has a pop of color. Some people are refined. Yeah. Well, I mean, girl, we changed ideas eight times on that Michaels. (laughs) We don't even have to go through it. Googly eyes were bought. Um, (laughs) Spray paint was bought. Literally on every aisle we turned on, she changed her mind, which reminded me of what you used to be like. It reminded me of her on season 14. Well, Daya changed her number, like her song in the group chat. Oh, yeah. It'd be an hour before the show, and she'd be like, hey, so I know I was going to do Started. For every show we would always do together, we always had to send in our tracks, like preferably what, like two days before the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so we all had an idea and we didn't overlap because we liked to perform a lot of, we overlapped song choices a lot. And, and sometimes we would send in immediately the second the group chat was started because oh, we it was knew a specific what we were theme and everybody wanted certain music. Yep. And you know who would get pissed the most if you took their if you took their song? Lux. Lux. Queen. Oh my Lux. god. Lux. I remember one year Gosh, for Christmas. Or... Okay. We did that oh, Christmas party god. at that pub. It was a Christmas theme thing. And you know, yeah. like, I'm not great with themes. For people that don't know this, we would have themes for every show mm-hmm. we did. And the theme could be like fairy tales and I would show up in like a bl- black leather motorcycle jacket. Like it wouldn't make sense at all. Right. Like, but it worked. It was just funny because I remember this particular theme. I was like, I have well, to do something. Okay. Holiday I'm going to take that back. It didn't always work. <laughs> it didn't always work. But you had to do Christmas at this. But I had to do Christmas. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, I don't really like Christmas music. Right. I'm not like uh-huh. a holiday person, really. So I knew that song by Slater, All I Want for Xmas. And yeah. it's kind of more of like a satirical song. Yeah. Right. And I did that, but little did I know, Lux had that in like a small blip of this yeah. mix that she had. Right. That was mostly just but, Kim Petras with Christmas bells in it. I don't yes. really remember what it was. But it was. It, we, it was the same song. And she was not happy that I did it. And I was like, you don't own that song, Lux. And you, you fought about it? We fought about did it. Did you make up? Did your relationship ever No, recover? they haven't talked re- since. <laughs> no, that, trust me, we recovered from that. It was great. It was a good recovery. We made out. We oh, made saw out. spit. Y'all two met each other first, way before I knew either of you. Yeah. Dagan. So, Dagan Michelle, the legend, me. the icon. Me. We used to do show choir in high school. It was like around yeah. the Glee days. Let's just say we both grew up. We both grew up in Missouri in very yes. conservative areas. Yes. And like I played a boy in show choir, period. Right. And <laughs> she did too. The yeah. first. <laughs> and the Definitely. first time I remember seeing you was at a show choir competition, and it was like around the award ceremony yes. part of the show choir competition, which is almost like an intermission. And it was literally always like your uh, my high show. school versus my yes. high school. Yes. For like first or second place, that's yes. how it always was. So yes. it was kind of like a rivalry thing. But like, and she would yeah. go up on those little like before the awards started, they would have just like music playing and people would be mm-hmm. like dancing. The she yeah. would go up on the stage, yeah. and she had these white pair of ripped jeans that had neon splatter, spl- paint. Yes. neon splatter paint, splatter paint oh. story. Yeah, and that is how I know her because she wore those to like. And your school called her. Spider paint pants. That's right. what we call Spider paint pants, girl. Because we didn't know her name. You know. But right. she was a good time. She was up there having right. fun dancing. And then when I got to Springfield for college, yeah. I go to Martha's, one of like the only queer bar gay bars in yeah. Springfield. Yeah. And this is back when Martha's had a stripper pole. Mm-hmm. And you I don't think you ever never I never saw the stripper no. pole. No. And you weren't there with the mirrors on the back? Never no. saw the mirror. Only in videos. Okay, well, I was dancing, you know, I was I was pretty Vibing. new to queer yeah. nightlife because I had never really been to any uh-huh. gay club before right. until college. And I saw Dick and Michelle. She was wearing a blue dress. <laughs> it was like um, you know, like a skin tight material. Mm-hmm. She was dancing Horror around. Bodycon. Oh, bodycon the house down. Like fashionable before it was a thing. Yes. Literally. Dancing on this pole. 
period. Wait, looking at herself in the mirror, and obviously people paying attention to her because she is just an icon and like superstar. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I wasn't even booked, not to interrupt you, but I wasn't even yeah. booked. I wasn't even booked, and I was literally like at intermissions of shows or anything. I was literally going up on stage mm-hmm. and making more money than anyone in the show, mm-hmm. and I wasn't even booked. And that's how people started to know me. Well, Dagan has always had this confidence. You were the intermission tip spot. Girl. Yes, which yeah. is at, at, like if somebody did that now. Like, if somebody did that at my drag show, I'd be like, get her the fuck out of here. But drag was different like, then. Drag, right. in, our, in our community. Right. It was way more cutthroat. It was different. Way more cutthroat. <laughs> but anyway, Dagan's confidence always really, like, uh, spoke yeah. to me. And so, you weren't friends, though. You just knew of each other. We knew of each other because in show choir, oh we were literally in high school. have to tell the story. So, we're in high school. We're at a show choir competition, like, at her Having high school. Having lunch, of course. Yeah, like, having lunch, you know, and, like, you're mm-hmm. eating, whatever, because... Basically, what happens if for those of you that don't know, at a show choir competition, yeah, at a show choir competition, it's literally like seven a.m. to like three in the morning. Yeah, of choirs just going all day long, all day long. And basically, what you can do is you can watch. Yes, it's amazing. I love it. I would go today. I would literally go watch a high school show choir production right now. I love that shit. Um, but it, literally you're just sitting in on watching other choirs all day long. So yeah, you like go eat they, like you're in somebody else's high school and I see this bitch walking down this fucking hallway holding some girl's hand and I literally clocked her immediately. I was like, huh? So she has these fucking long ass legs <laughs> gazelle over here. And I literally walked right up to her. Like I am. Have you spoken? No, no, we had never. And you know, Unlike the girlies on TikTok that are self-diagnosing with BPD, I'm actually uh, BPD. Diagnosed, I actually have diagnosed. it diagnosed. So, you know, there's this thing called, like, you're overconfident. Okay, well, very overconfident. Like, would walk up to the Incredible Hulk and be like, rip me in half, and I'm not going to die. So I literally walk up to Daya, the Incredible Hulk, uh, this big, <laughs> scary man. No. But I literally walk up to Daya, and I'm like... Walk for me, and As it's like I this. Like holding my it's this like group of hands. it's this group of straight people and diabetes pre diabetes and I was like, walk for me. I'm gonna mimic your walk. As all she said to me, first words out of her mouth. Walk I for me. Walk for me. So what does she do? She walks for me. Walk for me. Walk and then I literally mimic her walk, and then I just walk the but fuck she off. She makes it way gayer than I actually yes. was yes. walking. She called you a faggot. Yeah, I was without calling. Yes, I was basically yeah. like, yes. I want your girlfriend and all of your little straight friends. I want them all to know this is how she walks, and you need to walk away. Yeah. So I walked away. But I didn't think of it no. as that. No. And I think it's funny now that yes. just now that I yes. really know you. And then basically, <laughs> and so we're basically being the full circle moment. It's amazing. Yes. The full circle. The full, it's very full, full circle. The full circle moment though was meeting each other at the gay bar in. And she'd be like, yeah, you are gay. See, well, I, I told you. I <laughs> like, literally, it's the conversation walking, we had. I remember walking up to Daya, and we just, like, looked at each other. And we were like, oh, yeah, we know each other. And then, literally, we bonded because we had talked to the same person. Like, this, Oh, that's true. This, in high school. This, but, um, yeah, that was um, a roundabout story of how me and Dagan yes. met. I love it. I love yes. it. Like, I'm unforgettable is what Daya Betty is saying. <laughs> Dagan Michelle is unforgettable. You are an ear. You know, Which is very I little. I consider you both my drag sisters, but in my brain, I think of Jimmy as like my younger drag sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I'm definitely 100%. the older sister, and then I think of Dagan not as necessarily my sister, but as like a cool aunt. 
and, and big, way me. bigger sister. <laughs> you know, like the privileged family that adopts a foster kid out of sympathy from church, and I'm that kid, but I'm older, <laughs> and you're you're like expected to listen to me and like take advice from me, and then oh, we like that lady. Bye. She's just lived in yeah. the backyard for the past yeah. ten years. Yeah. So we brought her inside, and now yeah. you just have to answer questions. And then there. you're like, wow, she's kind of sickening. <laughs> But she's like smoking cigarettes in the house. Get her out. Jimmy, the way that we all met. Well, I know obviously it was through drag, but I remember the first time I met you was through a mutual friend that we had. And oh, yeah. A mutual friend. A mutual mm. friend. A mutual friend that I mutual lived with for, for a short moment in time. And um, he had you over as he was hosting <laughs> an evening. He was, yeah, he was, he was hosting. He was hosting. He was hosting yeah. an evening with you, and you at the time had worked at uh, Panera. I don't know if we can drop names, but Panera Bread. Panera right, bread. I was a Panera girl, or St. Louis Bread Company. And whenever originally this mutual acquaintance of ours um, told me that you were coming over and that you worked at Panera, and asked if we wanted anything from the bakery, baby, I was like, yeah, I want a bagel, I want a chocolate chip cookie. I brought it. And Jimmy brought it. She pulled me. up I mean, multiple times, multiple, yes. well, like twice. And after she did that, without even knowing me, and like really, she wasn't there to hang out with me, obviously. Right. <laughs> but like we did for some reason, like our mutual friend had us sit down and chat. Okay, but do you think that was the universe's way of us actually eventually becoming? I think it was, we have outlasted. I think our amount. friendship was like meant to happen, and it yes. was like the unit, like right. It's like the people that you're meant to be friends with. You're like magnets. It wasn't even drag. No, 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 no. Same with Dagan. Well, and I I will say, I actually knew of you before that, and I didn't. Everybody. I didn't. Well, I didn't even make the connection that you were this person until later. But a couple months earlier, this guy that I was interested in, we were hanging out, Mm -hmm. and I thought that we had, like, I thought that we were doing a thing, like we were, but he was like. You know, right? Shady, a shady guy. He, and he showed me, and he showed me the account of someone that he was interested in, and I'm like, "This is mm-hmm. so weird that you're telling me that you're into someone else." But it was you. Huh? <laughs> yes. And so, wait, wait. I and don't so, know this story. So I knew. So I do not know this story. Wait, our mutual friend did this? No, this is someone. This is a different person. But I know. This Can we person. say the name and edit it out? Who is it? <laughs> Oof. Yes. But no. But but my That's first hilarious. thought. My first thought. I, my first. Yes. Jimmy with like, a redhead. Is no way. Who is this? Who is this? Anastasia, thick brick black bitch. My, bitch. my kid your eyebrows, eyebrows. Your eyebrows back in the day were okay, crazy. And all I could see. They were crazy. All I could see was was. Your tiny little Instagram profile picture because you could see my eyebrow, and I saw that fucking eyebrow, and I remember being like, "Fuck this!" And girl, maybe that was literally like probably my freshman year. But then I well, it's not ages. And then when I actually met you, when I actually met you, like, I don't remember if I had already met you in drag or what, but I met you in drag. I went to my first drag show ever, and are with mutual friends, Uh so Uh they were friends. I don't know if they were friends with your boyfriend or. But, but they, which you, you also tried hitting up on Grinder once, right? No Tinder. Okay, classy Tinder. on Tinder. Okay, Grinder can be classy. Well, mm. not if you're trans. Um, but then we actually we ended up meeting in person, Girl. like when you were in drag. And hmm. looking back now at the pictures of you that night, woof, crazy, woof, crazy. However, at the time I was like, wow. Weren't you getting ready at AVBS? <laughs> 
with her makeup. But then, okay, <laughs> do you remember then, that? This is the important. This is the important piece. This is the important piece. That was way after. Well, oh, I okay. stayed home from a debate <laughs> tournament one weekend, okay. and I watched a Miss Fame makeup tutorial, right. and I made. You should watch it I, again. I made a drag. <laughs> I made a drag account, and I posted my first picture. Uh-huh. And Lux and Daya uh-huh. both commented and then messaged me uh-huh. to come and hang out. They were like, you need And help. like, get ready with you. Uh-huh. Yes, at and Lux's apartment on campus. On campus, yes. yes. Yeah. That was, oh that my was God. truly hoarded. I'm not even Lux, okay, Lux's honestly, heart. I have some of the best memories. Mental my amazing memories. Filled in that specific and apartment. That cri- insane Can I just read apartment. Lux? Can I just do it? Read her. It's in love. I love her so much. That fucking sink in her bathroom. I don't know how anyone got ready in that bathroom. I never got ready there. Oh I was always the girl getting ready See, at Crystal's. My favorite was I was, I was always getting ready at Crystal's or I was getting ready like at Nathan's you apartment. Ever, you weren't ever at Lex's. It was no. me, Daya, and Lux. You couldn't use the sink though because there was mm-hmm. cereal in there that had hardened. Also, she never would let you use her washcloth. I wonder why. Like, because I would always wash my face before this I would, so you know, like, before I would shame and uh-huh. stuff. I'd always we need to call her and get her on here. But she would, she would be like, um, I don't have a washcloth that you can use. I only have one, and it's mine. No, yeah, but I'm like, we're here doing our makeup. Why don't I have a washcloth? And she's like, no, we don't have washcloths. Sorry. Well, I was like, you know, okay, Lex. If you know Lux, though, she's You would always get ready in the clean bathroom, and that was, I would use Nora's to her bathroom. roommates. Yeah, yeah. Her, her roommates. And then bathroom. it wasn't Nora's, but you still used it. Uh, as well as some of her makeup. <laughs> and, and a necklace. You, I think yeah, I used her mean, lipstick one. I used her, I for sure used her lipstick once. Is she just now finding out about, like, does she know about this? I'm sure she knows. She's hey, not Nora, stupid. Diab- it had, like, fucking Cody I mean, and I would ask Nora for it. everything. Nora literally took care of me at yeah. some point. She took care of everybody. Like, Nora, I have noticed, especially now, as an adult living away from Springfield and um, doing drag as my full-time career, uh, the things I used to despise about Springfield or the things that used to drive me fucking crazy are the things that I actually cherish a lot. And Name one. About Springfield yeah, specifically. That you thought you hated, but you missed. No. I like that I'm a little white trash. Like, the, okay, because I grew up on a like on a farm basically yes, when rural. I was younger. But like, oh, being from that type of place is fine. I just didn't. Oh, I, I didn't feel my. I didn't feel connected to it because I didn't. No. I knew yeah. I was different. Yes. You know, I knew I was different. I yeah, knew I, I was in a mean. place where I didn't feel like I belonged. Fully. We were made to feel different, right? But now that I am living in like a super populous city and there's like tons of people and everyone expresses themselves yes. and stuff. Yes, I kind of see myself rever- reverting back to like. Grabbing a flannel, like yeah. literally, I wear flannels nonstop in a bass. Pr- like, yeah. Yeah. I do things that like I would probably not be doing if I lived in Missouri because right. I'd be wanting to rebel against Missouri. Yeah. And now I find myself it's your being piece like, of home in this. In fully. this instance, it's your piece of Or, like, when someone says Bass Pro shops to me, I'm like, oh, my God, you love Bass Pro? I love right. Bass Pro. If you didn't know, if you didn't know, I mean, well, I, don't I don't, I don't know Bass that we Pro. love right. Bass Pro. But, like, I don't. as a cultural, so we, in Springfield, Missouri, they call it, that's where Bass Pro was founded. And they Isn't call, it the original Bass Pro It's the original Pro Bass Pro. Yeah. Um, it used to be actually out of a liquor store that is next door to the <laughs> big Bass Pro. The Bass Brown Pro now. Derby. It is like yeah. a gigantic, it is gigantic. It's like a huge outdoor store, but now yeah. it's also like a museum and yeah. an aquarium. Yeah. And they have, it's like, it was voted the best uh, attraction mm-hmm. in the United States multiple times. It's yeah. huge. It's and, really cool. And they call it the granddaddy. Of all Bass Pros. Yeah. The I don't like that of the world. that weirds me out. Granddaddy? Granddaddy? I don't like that. I don't but it's like very that. Missouri. It's very, it's very Missouri. It's very Bible Belt. Granddaddy. Which, which I don't know. You guys have lived here in Chicago now for, what, six months almost? Uh, roughly, yeah. How yeah. would, do you find yourself being like, oh, I really wish I could go to Druff's for dinner tonight? No, I will say, like, as 
politically, it was getting so scary, stifling. Yes. And even just like, yeah, it was just getting like a, a little bit scary. And as we've left, it's got even worse. I feel safer in Chicago than I do in Springfield. hundred percent. And I, I tell people yeah. this, I, I learned how to stand up for myself in Springfield. Oh yeah. Within all of the difficulties that are living in a place like that, we mm -hmm. found so much joy and oh happiness and community. community. We made friends that we're still friends with through a pandemic, through moving. Like totally. some of us are across the country. Like we will be, and even like yeah. people who weren't drag queens, but like came to get dusted that yes. we still keep in touch with because we were really a community and it yeah. was like you know the folks that came up like it was part, like you wanted to see the I, people who I, came I, every I time. I think what's really cool. So let's talk about that a little bit. I haven't been back to Springfield for about a year probably yeah. now at this point and I remember back um, before like I was on the show and I had moved to Chicago and I would come back like there were still people that I rem you know I would go out on a Friday night and I would run into and now like a lot of those people have moved to either like St. Louis or out yeah. of the out of the state completely yeah. and it is really cool whenever I was doing a show in I think Denver mm -hmm. and someone that would come to get tested literally came and was yeah. like yeah. supporting me and taking photos and was like yeah. this is so crazy because our lives are so different now and it's like the coolest thing ever because it really was a sense of community because Springfield needed that kind of surge of queerness. Specifically when it happened, yeah. Specifically when it happened, and I think it happened. It was so underground, which it was meant to be. It Drag happened it. in the time period that it happened in for a reason. Yeah. And don't get us wrong, there have been queens that have been in Springfield for a long time keeping, there, there is a solid staple community there before we were there, and there is a sta solid staple yeah, community absolutely. after we were there. We're speaking specifically like about the time when we lived there. Was there. A, there was a surge in drag yeah. where there were a lot of new drag performers all at one time. Right. There was a surge in like drag venues and yes. different types of shows. Yeah. Well, and I know we've brought this up before. Even though we all did drag a lot at the same time, like yes. in my brain, Dagan is from a different era, if you will. Mm -hmm. Dagan's drag still comes from a different era than my drag. Yes, and then sure. Jimmy, your drag, also comes from a different era than my drag. Yeah. But somehow all of our perspectives warped together and like with the other girls and like all the other queens at the time and right. and Crystal and Lux and like yeah. it all worked so perfectly. I think what was really inspiring is it that did. everybody was really going after their own greatest vision. Mm -hmm. Everybody was doing their own thing. And that's what yeah. inspired me about Get Dusted. The people outside of Get Dusted, they would probably say that we all looked the same huh. because they would they would always say that they get us confused. I think that was just being shady, honestly. Yeah, of course. This is a show, Get Dusted. It happened at the Outland Ballroom. And that's what I want to talk about specifically is the space it was in wasn't a gay bar. Okay. It was kind of like in my head. It was more of like a music venue. Yeah, it was yeah. literally a rock venue. It's a little rock venue, but there was like bar. a dive bar in the basement. The, basement. the dressing the room, door, the dressing room upstairs oh. had at the time uh, an air conditioner that was a window oh. unit and it oh, like okay. didn't work, didn't didn't work half the time. Or you had to unplug it to plug in like your straightener. Yeah. Yeah. Digging. But it was so fun. Like I didn't even care. It was so one little busted lamp. And like drawings of penises. Yeah, well, signatures. Anyone that's ever performed there had signed it. Oh. Yes, yeah, literally a green room. So they were painted yellow, and then they mm -hmm. had like signatures and art, art and graffiti all yeah. over them. Stickers, merch. Yeah. There was this old leather couch that oh. just had holes oh. in it. People, you know, people had been having sex on it. Oh my God, Ron Jeremy, Ron Jeremy. had sex when we were on trying that couch. to get. Yeah. Literally, okay. At fake it. Not even gonna name uh, it. Fake it. Fake it. Yeah. <laughs> At this fake it. <laughs> 
I can we just talk? Night. Hear me that out. My crazy. favorite part of this venue. I won. I, won I the, love the that competition my, that night that Ron Jeremy was there. I won that competition. Let's be honest. My playlist was booked at Get for Dusted. The, the opening Like, there were so many people, like, that we got to work with, like, Well, because cool Get Dusted was a well, unique show that had musical acts yes. opening But then randomly, okay. randomly, Ron Jeremy would get booked, and literally this night, he locks himself in our dressing room, the, in the green room, just described. with a woman, and for, like, an hour, they're fucking in the screen Yeah, wouldn't come on and then like supposed to be. Yeah. And then, like, six months later, that's when he you got, got arrested, arrested for, sexual, for assault. sexual assault. Well, one of my favorite things is, going back to um, me realizing how much impact Springfield actually has had on me, like, remember when the first time we worked with Brooke Candy? So, I didn't wait, even... the night that nobody showed up? No, 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 no. That was in, I think that was Kansas City. Yeah. But No, that there was a Springfield show with Brooke Candy that... The first time we had her, it was lit AF. Yes. We had her twice and performed in the Thursday night show. That, well, that's because we had like three days with her. Yes, that was like when there were three shows in a row. Yeah. And so the first one on a Thursday night, which uh -huh. don't do a drag show on a Thursday night in Springfield in 2018. Right, right. <laughs> People are going to work at 8 a.m. the next morning. <laughs> I didn't even know who Brooke Candy was. So then. this was... This was me, you, was Lux, Crystal, Johan, Johan, and and they brought um, Brooke Candy. Yes, and I didn't know who it was. And you specifically, Dagan, were like, "Oh, I think you'd actually really like her music." And now, like, Brooke. she's one of my muses. Like, yes. she's one of the people yes. that inspire me the most. And I, you guys also have, like, I wouldn't have known. You about guys her. love each other. If it weren't, yeah, you I know love each Brooke other. Candy. Yeah. Hey, Brooke Candy fag mom. But like, I wouldn't have known her I if it Brooke. weren't for Springfield. No, literally. Like, I would have we had no that. idea. Well, you got to work with all kinds of crazy people Brooke because Candy. Get Dusted was booking lots of like. Springfield didn't have a lot of drag acts coming through, right. and Get Dusted would book drag queens, but it was never like whoever was current. Y'all would book like um, Tammy Brown, Tammy McQueen, and Tammy Brown. Literally. Oh, it's iconic. They're why iconic. not? Pearl. They're iconic. Pearl. Pearl as Roxanne. Pearl as Roxanne. No, that never Pearl happened. Pearl came a few times. We yeah. love Pearl. Pearl came a few times. We love Pearl. Love but I also think, you know, even past that show, um, when that was happening and there was this kind of like surge in a starting a drag brunch, a starting a drag bingo. Yeah, like it kind of had a domino effect throughout the entire community yeah, and you yeah. started seeing People things. Started what is a, what is a place in Springfield that you miss? A place in Springfield that I miss. Whether there's it's a lot related or not. Okay, well, there's a lot of places actually. Like I loved a come and go. There was that Rapid come Roberts. And come and go on the corner of National and Chestnut. Yes. You know the one. <laughs> Yes. Oh, yes, yes. They had those It's roller, across from the Argus. Arvis. They had Argus. those rollers that would have, like, hot dogs and stuff. Yes. But they, I swear to Jesus, they had the best taquito wraps. Yes. The tornadoes. And I miss those so much. Yes. Those were, like, my late night sack like with mustard. Tornado. Okay, one place that I do miss, and this is whenever um, drag was getting really popular, and, you know, we were buying our stuff on... Amazon.com. Lots, Lots of priming happening. So not a lot of things were to be found in Springfield. Yeah, get it. you could get some 301s. Because I remember 301s were kind of hard to find on Amazon at the time. And that's all you had to have. If you, you were not doing drag, if you didn't. Yeah, at the time, you had to have a 301. At least cut up and put onto a baby lash. Or at least. Yeah. Right. But there was a place called Holiday Hair. Holiday hair. And Marnie Ray Holiday. They had 301s. They had wigs. They had yes. fun different wigs. They had yes. braiding hair. Like... Literally anything. Yeah. And they also had accessories, like earrings. Yep. Also, like, we didn't have a lot of access to places no. to get drag, so I spent a lot of time at the mall. I, wor I worked at that mall. I, love you. I worked in the Payless. I love you. I love you. Oh, uh, 
But I worked in the Payless, and that's where I got like my first oh my pair God, of I heels. It was next to a Macy's across from a Bath and Body Works. Serious question. You got your first pair of drag shoes there. Wow. Um, they were a pair of black little tiny chunk boots. Christian Siriana. Christian. Mm, it might have been like Brash. The brand Brash. <laughs> or Soda. <laughs> Probably, I don't remember Soda. Rocket Dog. I do remember Brash. Or the kangaroo shoes. Yes. And, oh, girl, I remember practicing my, you know, show I choreographed it with right. show choir, eight show counts. And um, I did it in those little block booties. You know, and I did that for a long time. You still kind of give show choir dancing. Well. Come to the Vegas show, find out. <laughs> okay, but can you talk about my first pair of shoes? I will be dancing like a showgirl, honey. My first pair of shoes came from the Red Racks, which oh, Red, Red Racks was like the OG, and they were like a little like cage heel, mm-hmm. but they were orthopedic. And I wore the fuck out of those. Oh, the ones? Yes, uh-huh. the ones. The ones. The ones. Yeah. And they literally looked like a little elf booty, but they were like had slits in them where you could you see my foot. For yeah. Years. For years, and literally the fucking like the little thing on the heel, the stopper, they were orthopedic. I know, you didn't have to tell me. That's like a Mistress Isabel Brooks heel. um, Just your dirty little secret, you know? Oh my God, one of my, all my jewels are falling off my shirt. Cheap. (laughs) Period. Cheap. It is us from the future, and we talked for so long that this ended up becoming a two-part episode. So this is the end of the first part. If you want to hear the rest of our conversation, tune in next week where we're going to release the next part. Same day, same time. Same day, same time. Beautiful. You can see us at the same place. Okay. Um, uh, you can follow me at Jimmy Anti. That's J-I-M-M-Y-A-N-T-I. I'm so glad you can spell. You can follow me at Dagan Michelle. That's D-A-E-G-E-N-M-I-C-H. E-L-L-E. You already follow this girl, so you can give your thumbs a break really quick from following me and Dagan. But tell us anyway, where can we follow you? Diabetty, D-A-Y-A, and then Betty like your grandma. Period. Okay, so tune in next week to hear the rest of our conversation. We said a lot of shady things. Ooh, us being shady? 